1: hello
2: and welcome to kind of funny games daily for tuesday june 28th 2022 i am your host more and joining me is the rogue one gary weir how are you doing gary i'm good how are you sir you know what <clears throat> i got covid oh, oh yeah oh my god tell me all about
0: it how'd you get
2: it i the gamers gave it to me sadly the gamers the gamers gave it to me i went to a summer game fest and, um, weirdly enough, I was perfectly fine the entire time. Um, like the Sunday, so we were leaving to come back on the Monday, the Sunday, I woke up with like a scratchy throat and I was like, huh, well, I've got a bit of a scratchy throat, but I, I put it down to like all the air conditioning, like intense air conditioning that was like yep, just going yep. through me and a lot of like cold diet Cokes, which is what we sustain ourselves on while of there. So course, I was like, yeah. cold drinks always mess me up. I went through the sunday perfectly fine woke up in the morning um on monday perfectly fine monday was the day i was flying out um and i was like no problems i had a slight scratchy throat again got to the airport got into the plane sat in the plane in between two unmasked people and mm. then and then got back and i was like <laughs> my throat is a little more scratchy it's weird got inside laid down and then that's when it like really hit me like i just got you know when you just get the fever and you feel it like wash over you and you're like okay i feel sick now um and like i felt slightly off like i could feel it and i had a pcr test book for the next day so i went and got the pcr test first thing in the morning came back and like got in bed and i was like okay now it's really hitting me hard really hard and it like that's when it like full-on got me what was like the the
0: worst that you felt
2: the worst i felt was like a really 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 high fever coupled with like um just intense body like fatigue i like i'm quite a tired person as uh, as usual like i struggle with sleep and i have a lot of like fatigue issues already like i've I've been doing like speaking to doctors about it getting like sleep tests and that kind of stuff yeah yeah but like this felt like it supercharged that fatigue um and like now i'm still like I've recovered. I recovered. The fever broke within a day, which was I was very fortunate. I hit it with the classic like home Pakistani remedies. Like I got like loads of turmeric based products and and ginger based products, and it really helped. Um, and then obviously I'm boosted and I've got vax uh, vaxed up as well. So like I'm I'm a little bit better in that situation. So the fever passed within a day. The rest of the like the week was spent like just very tired, very tired. And then by the end of Friday, I was fine. Saturday, I tested negative, and I have been testing negative since. The problem is, (laughs) as you can tell, I still have a cough. Yeah. And and it's, like, not going away. And my concern is some people are like, yeah, I had COVID last year, and I still have a cough. And, like, there's, like, not a lot of understanding of the lingering symptoms I've seen yeah, everything. I mean the
0: long COVID thing is no joke, right? Like some people have never got their sense of taste back. Things like that. Like there's some real long, long-term, uh, uh, yeah, uh, problems.
2: So like the thing I'm struggling with right now is like I, I have a cough that sounds like a bad cough, but mm-hmm. and it is a bad cough. But I don't have COVID. I just have the cough. And so like I'm unsettling people around me. Where they're like, right? Oh shit, this is scary. Um, and I'm like, no, I'm
0: trust me, I'm fine it's just this COVID, this cough won't go away it, may, um, it i was thinking about this recently we kind of live in like a movie type reality you know like in a movie someone like does like an innocent cough and you go oh they're dead they've got the plague yeah that's like that's what it's like like no one coughs in a movie for no reason right That now and it's it's the same thing now anyone coughs like whoa whoa, whoa, what's
2: going on that happened to me with like i immediately felt that kind of like oh this is a different world now we live in a different world of germs when i got my first covid test the pcr test yeah when like i went and like there was a queue of people and i got to the front i went around a corner and a lady obviously stuck a q-tip up my nose and really like jiggled this is back in the day when they thought that they needed to touch your brain with the key jam it right up there yeah yeah. so like she really got in there and like started like doing like fucking baseball motions in there both nostrils and it obviously like it it like tickled me so i came around the corner (laughs) and i could feel like the tickle there and the first thing i did is like i turned the corner and i just went you like big sneeze i look up and there is a just a line of mortified people like Oh my God, we're gonna get COVID! Yeah, yeah. and I literally looked up them and I looked at them and I said, "She tickled my nose," and then I just like walked off. Oh my God! And people were like so weird about it. But now, yeah, every time like I was in the office last week and I'm I'm clear to be in the office, like I've I'm fine. But like I would be just be like, and people would be like, "Oh my God, we're getting COVID!" I'm like, "No, I I'm clear. Like I've got a T test here that says I'm good." But like I, I it starts sometimes it's like a normal cough, like the one that just happened there. That was a real cough. Sometimes it's one of those ones where I'm like coughing intensely to the point where like I've given myself a headache. So, oh, my God, it's 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 a bad time. Um I would recommend despite what the world looks like around you, if you haven't already been vaccinated and boosted, do that. But also, despite what people tell you, keep wearing your masks, man, because like it's is that you can still get it. I was vaxxed, I was boosted and I got it. Um, And that was purely because other people around me weren't taking it seriously. Like in in Summer Games Fest, I wore my mask as much as possible um, and I got unlucky as well. And the fact of the matter is you can get unlucky. I was with people who were absolutely fine. Like the entire time, like I was with Lucy James and she hasn't got it, whereas I got unlucky. So it's still a thing, man. Just be careful about it. You haven't Yeah, it I here, mean, right,
0: it, 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 it it worries me a lot because you know we just got to a point where, like we've we, we like as a as a people we've just all kind of got bored of it, right? It's we like, oh, right. yeah. like yeah, COVID that was last year, right? Like we're kind of bored of wearing masks and like that that was like a cool thing to do for a while, but now like we just want to move on. But like COVID is not fucking moving on; it's still around. No. And no. so I have I haven't heard of a single um like big event recently that's taken place like in our universe like Star Wars celebration, PAX, yeah. uh you just said Summer Games Fest. There's COVID cases have been coming out of all of these.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: get together. So
2: And the difficult thing is like um the world is trying to move on and it can be to a lot of people's detriment. Um, you know, people are trying currently talking about like Comic Con and Ga Gamescom and I'm just like, I don't know about that man. Like especially not Gamescon. Gamescom is like the the true test of whether COVID is still a thing is if the Gamescom happens and there are no cases. Right. That's what because Gamescom is just a fish nah, of of, of, of like horrifying things happening. Like Gamescom is gross on in the best of times. Like uh, and in the COVID world, I'm just like. I mean, oh, I just a I've turnaround. got
0: have got a comic convention coming up um, at the end of August, and I just booked I just booked my hotel for TwitchCon, which I would love to go to. That's in October. Yeah. But I was looking at, yeah you know, I, I, I my hotel room is fully refundable up until October 3rd. And who knows? And, you know, as we yeah. get closer to it, you know, you kind of take it day by day. I don't, you can't really commit to anything, but, you know, mm. you, you try to plan, but you also know that it could go tits up at any, at any point. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Which which TwitchCon are you planning to go to? San Diego. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'm kind of thinking about that as well. Maybe I'll see you there.
0: The last one I, I, I went to the last one before it, or the hammer came down TwitchCon 2019. And I went there. Not expecting to have a good time because you know I I'm a bit older than the typical Twitch demographic. I was terrified to go in there and feeling like it was going to be like, well, whose dad are you? You know, like just feeling like you know very how do you do, fellow kids, about going to TwitchCon and being surrounded by all these young, attractive, you know, millennial streamers and feeling very out of place. But Mm. in the end, I actually had a great time. I loved it, and I would highly recommend if you if you're thinking about going, you know, COVID concerns aside, like uh, that you you should go. I think you would really enjoy it.
2: Yeah, I think I'm going to try and go this year. We'll see how it goes. Maybe I come up with an excuse to get work to let me to go.
0: Yeah, we'll do a couple yet. of yeah, do a, do a couple of panels. You know, it's fun. Yeah,
2: exactly. There's
0: always exactly. lots of fun events and stuff. It's good. I actually really liked it.
2: Yeah, maybe can learn, I learn a thing or two as well about streaming while out there. Who knows? but yeah anyways today's stories include persona finally coming to switch a surprise launch for the portal collection and some info on the horizon tv show as well as much much more because this is kind of funny games daily where each and every weekday at 10 a.m live right here on twitch.tv forward slash kind of funny games we run you through the nerdy news you need to know about if you're watching live you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com forward slash you're wrong if you don't want to watch live you can watch later on youtube.com roosterteeth.com or listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for kind of funny games daily remember you can use epic creator Code kind of funny on all epic store and epic in-game purchases like rocket league and fortnite to help support the channel and to be part of the show head to patreon.com forward slash kind of funny games where bronze members are above get to write in and silver members are above get the show ad free along with the exclusive daily post show housekeeping i mean goddamn one time why can't it be a bad game of sweeping? A new kind of funny X cast went up over the weekend and it features the one and only Greg Miller. Yes, P.S. I love you's Greg Greg Miller Miller
0: on the X cast. Cats and dogs living together. Mass hysteria.
2: Wild. You can check that out now. Um, The crew talks about As Dusk Falls. And whether mm-hmm. it might be one of the best stories of the year. Um, if you want to check that out, you can go to youtube.com forward slash games And on podcast services around the globe, obviously. After this, there's going to be an Outriders World Slayer stream. Um, that's part of uh, a sponsored stream. And you'll be able to tune in and hang out with Mike, Greg, and Bless as they tear apart new enemies in a brand new environment in outriders um that'll be live right after kind of funny games daily on twitch.tv for such kind of funny games and you can also check it out on kind of funny plays later thank you to our patreon producers gordon Maguire and fargo ready today we're brought to you by athletic greens but we'll tell you more about that later for now let's begin with what will what is and will forever be the roper report it's time for some news uh. we've got Oh. Three stories
0: today.
1: Oh uh, Baker's lesson. So I should
0: jump in the gun there.
2: A yeah, bit. I did it. I, like I did it, it yesterday Roger.
1: too. It's just like, I don't know, man. It's, I it's, like it. I'm I just like getting Roger. I get so
2: excited. You know what I mean? Oh i'm just excited. So I said three stories, mm. but one of those stories is a recap of Nintendo Direct. <laughs> so
0: it includes a bunch of things within it. So That's good though, because I would like a recap of Nintendo Direct. You can't okay. get me out of bed at six in the morning. So give me you can give me the update now instead. Okay, we'll start with the big stuff,
2: okay? So, the big one, Gary, was um, Nintendo Switch is finally getting Persona 5 Royal with along with Persona 4 Golden and Persona 3 Portable. This comes Mm -hmm, from Phil mm Hornshaw over at GameSpot, the number one video game website on the internet. Persona 5 characters have been hanging around in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate for years now, but if you wanted to actually play Persona 5 on Nintendo Switch, you've been out of luck. That changes this fall, when Atlus is releasing a port of Persona 5 Royal on Nintendo's console hybrid, two years after its initial release, and it's just one of three Persona games coming to Switch. In addition to Persona 5 Royal, the direct reveal that two more Persona games are destined for the Switch, Persona 4 Golden and Persona 3 Portable. Though both Persona 4 uh, Golden and Persona 3 Portable were available on PlayStation Vita, the latter by way of backwards compatible PSP version, they never made it to any of Nintendo's consoles, handheld or otherwise. Persona 5 Royals release date, which is is, is October 21st. Um, That's also the date Persona 5 is set to launch on Xbox Game Pass. Nintendo did not offer a release date for Persona 4 Golden or Persona 3 Portable for Switch. It only said they were coming soon. (laughs) Gary, (laughs) how do you feel about Persona 4, Persona 5 and Persona 3 coming to the Switch finally?
0: Well, I... um... I'm a big, big fan of Persona 5. It was, my, it was my favorite game. Whatever year it was that I first played it, it was, it was my favorite game of that year. I absolutely loved it. And i had never played a Persona game before. It was my first um, entry into the Persona universe. And I absolutely, I had 100 plus hours in that game. Absolutely loved every minute of it. I loved the characters, loved the world, loved the vibe, loved the storytelling, loved the music. Of course, who can forget the music? Just such a, such a great, I loved every minute that I spent with that game and i haven't played royal yet i did pick it up there was a there was a special on it for playstation recently but i think what i'm gonna i'm gonna now that it's coming to xbox that'll probably be my platform of choice but i'm just thrilled it's one of these things where like persona is such a great game or persona 5 mm-hmm. in particular is such a great game um that you kind of want everyone to have the opportunity to, to experience how great it is and but it's always seemed like for some reason the, the i guess the, the the general sentiment the vibe has always been it's just, it's just, no it's just going to be stuck on PlayStation forever like other other platforms are never going to get a look in but then very quickly all at once suddenly the floodgates opened right the Xbox announcement came uh, during the Xbox showcase just recently and now here comes the Nintendo version as well so finally everybody yeah. Um is going to be able, and, and of course it's, it is it's coming to PC as well so everyone's going to be able to get their hands on Persona 5 and of course if you've never played Persona 5 certainly now that it's coming in the form of the Royal which is even better than you know basic yeah. Persona 5 play that game it's so so good couldn't yeah. I can't recommend it highly enough
2: Royal is fantastic the only tricky part with Royal is you basically have to play the entire game again to get to the new content and you also have to make sure that you hit a certain uh the certain requirements to make sure you activate the new semester which is interesting oh um, but but like it's i well will probably employ it.
0: a guide to make sure that i get all of that right
2: it's yeah you should read a guide to make sure that you get it but it's generally like you just have to spend time with certain people to max out their social listen links.
0: i did that on the first playthrough i yeah. i found i when you know you know the parts of of five where you have to like take the exams and get the questions right i looked all those answers up i didn't want to fuck around (laughs) there's no shame in
2: that right no at all no but this is like I 100 percent. i recently played through majority of royal um and and it was like a fun replay experience that was that was my like fourth playthrough um and i got to the new stuff and sadly i haven't finished the new stuff but everything that i've played of it so far is very good do you have any interest in playing four or three now
0: I've been on the fence about that because I've looked at cuz cuz each persona game is a very it's like a different cast of characters and a different aesthetic, right? It's like Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. they kind of it's like they kind of reboot it every time. I I I I've looked a little bit at, at P3 and P4 and I don't know. I I love these games, but there's just something about the very very specific aesthetic and music and style and I just love all those characters, the Phantom Thieves. I can't get enough of them. I want that. So here's the thing. You know how they kind of reboot it every time? If, they, yeah. if and when they do Persona 6, I kind of don't want them to do a whole. I just want them to do, like, Persona 5 2. Do you know what I mean? I, would just yeah. prefer, I just stick with what I already know that I love.
2: Interesting. Did you play Strikers? I did, and I liked
0: that too. Okay, cool. So you're just firmly in
2: on the Persona I'm Five a, a universe. F-
0: all in on the Phantom Thieves. I can't get <laughs> enough of it. So, and when you say the only problem with you know Royal is you got to play through it all again to get the bonus content, I for me it's been so it's been long enough uh, since I played through Persona Five the first time around that you know sometimes it, you know it's it's not a chore at all. I, I I'm going to consider that a delight to play through. Yeah. Persona Five all over again. I I used I I've said this a million times, but like my favorite games are the games where I feel like it's not a game that I play, but it's a place where I go. Like when I play Mass Effect, I feel like I'm just going to that universe and living in that universe. When I play GTA, I feel I'm going, I'm I'm in Los Santos and I'm just living, existing in that space. And when I play Persona Five, I just loved hanging out at the coffee shop and being in that world and hanging out at the school with my with my friends, and just it was just a cool place to be, and I just love that, that game just exudes yeah. coolness, it's just so effortlessly cool, I just I, love it
2: as someone who's played all of them, the interesting thing for me is, I feel like Persona 5 of all the games is more of a sit down experience for me like, I want to sit down mm. at a big TV with a I good agree. pair of headphones and like, almost like have a cinematic experience with it yes, I agree more Persona 3 and 4 I feel like are way better as portable bite-sized experiences. Mm-hmm. I think 3 especially is amazing because it is it is a regression from where we are now. It's got a procedurally generated kind of... Ver- it's got one aesthetic and it uses like a procedurally generated um, dungeon that you go through over and over and over again. So it feels more like a roguelike in that fashion. But narratively, it's very, very interesting. It's a murder mystery um and and the vibe is a little more like hip-hop focused which okay. i think i think if you were to play one um <clears throat> i think four's got a very strong cast so for me my recommendation to you if you were thinking about it, is if you want something that's like a portable dip in dip out style kind of experience then three's on switch is good but if you want a cast to get behind again Four is a good next step. Yeah, I've, the I've had P four G
0: on on Steam for ages now. I just got to get around to it. But I think my next, the next time I go back to Persona, I think will be Royal, pro- most likely on on Xbox. Do you? Let me ask you this: Do you think there's any concern, knowing what we know about Persona Five, the kind of game it is? Do you think there's any concern about performance on Switch? Uh, hmm,
2: I think that you can. I think the Switch is capable of um being absolutely fine with it i don't think it's gonna run super high resolution i think it doesn't really need to the, that game's style carries it so far that it's like sharpness and fidelity doesn't need to be super high if you know what i mean um i i, I think like running that game in like 720p in a portable fashion yeah this switch should be very, very i think you'll be right it,
0: it, it, it's it's just something i've started to become a little bit more aware of recently i mean pre- previously I, I you know i famously kind of like would argue with tim and tim was saying oh we need a, we need a switch pro a switch 4k or whatever was like yeah. no it's fine you know it's good enough it, you know it, it does the job but like the thing that really turned it around for me was when fall guys came out on switch recently and it's really jam- the performance is really poor oh, no. on switch yeah. and like you don't you don't necessarily think it's like fall guys is like a game that is like pushing system requirements but like it's 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 really framey and just kind of janky on switch maybe they'll patch it but it's not in great shape and i'm starting to feel like maybe we are now just in a a broader context getting to the point where the switch is starting to fall behind a little bit on some of these games in terms of Mm. performance
2: I think what the Persona Five specifically has going for it is like they did release a PS3 version of that game and it was perfectly fine. So um, obviously that was the vanilla version of the game. Right, I believe right. but I don't know if they did Royal for that, which is extra content. But I didn't know Persona I,
0: Five went all the way back to the PS3. That's interesting. Yeah,
2: yeah, is is one of those ones that kind of snuck out. Um, I mean they always made a big deal about it being there, but like over time they focused more on PlayStation Four. Um, but yeah, I think that game's locked at 30 anyway. Um, so right. it should be fine. It's more of a content side. Thing that's going to be interesting because that game is massive. It's a good 150 hours minimum. Um, yeah, well, oh, the, and, and, the, compression.
0: and the problem there, Tan. This is the only thing I don't like about Persona Five, and the only thing that I'm dreading a little bit about going back to it is I don't like. I forget the name of it now. What do they call it? But that subway dungeon that you have to oh, grind Mementos. over and over. Yeah. Mem- yeah, I mean, I I, I know that I, I wish I'd find a way around this. It was y- Yakuza like a Dragon, which is my favorite game of of, of last year does the same thing like there are these there are these repeatable dungeons that you just have to keep, keep hitting up in order to grind and level up in order to be able to do the final you know the final story dungeons mm. and i wish rpgs could find a way around that where they don't force you to just relentlessly repeat dungeons to grind up to the level required but persona i noticed that but two of my favorite jrpgs of recent years and i'm not an expert in jrpgs at all but i noticed that both that like a dragon and persona 5 both have these endlessly repeatable dungeons that you have to grind over and over and over in order to get like fully you know boosted up to the to the level you need to be to to complete the game
2: yeah i think mementos is largely the same in in royal but i think they've tweaked the battles so it's a little zippier and you can use like um exploitations of like uh elemental and, and alignment stuff to make it a little smoother um and you also have like these extra moves and that kind of stuff special moves that make things battles like way way easier to just wipe groups of enemies right um so there are some there's definitely like a few and i think there's like some stuff within mementos that makes it easier for you to get around um which is nice yeah it's my least Um, favorite
0: part of the game but i mean that's the only criticism i really have of, of persona 5 i loved every I pretty much loved every minute I spent in that game and again just that like, I, I still listen to the music in my car all the time what a soundtrack
2: it's incredible yeah um but yeah I'm excited to I'm excited that people will be able to check more people will be check, able to check that game out on Switch soon another game that more people will be able to check out on Switch Gary is Neo mm. Automata or Neo Automata, uh, depending on how you pronounce it, which is coming to Switch this fall with all new content, new costumes, this comes from the number two video game website in the world, gamespot.com, Phil Hornshaw and Gabe Guerin. Uh, Neo Automata is coming to Nintendo Switch more than five years after it launched on PlayStation 4. With it, Switch players will finally be able to experience one of the biggest surprise hits of the last decade, and one that had a profound impact on some of its players. Nintendo made the announcement during its June Direct Mini Showcase where it provided a few details about what players can expect from the Switch version. The End of Yoha edition includes all previously released content for the game, including DLC and costumes. The Switch version also has an exclusive costume of its own, which will be available at launch. Near Automata releases for Switch on October 6th, Gary near automata play the original interested in this
0: well i actually i want to ask you what you think do you think i should play this is a question i've asked other people before and Mm -hmm. actually i asked i I asked exactly the wrong people the last time i asked this question i believe i was on on either this show or another show with greg and blessing and Mm -hmm. i said to them do you think i should play near automata and they as it turns out they're both very like blessing was like 100% yes and greg was like god no like they're really split on it. And so I didn't know what I didn't know like who like obviously if it's between huh. Greg and Blessing, I'll always go with Blessing. But it was mm. interesting that they were very, very polarized on it. I want to ask you, 2B seems like a cool character. Um, it seems like an interesting world, like it intrigues mm-hmm. me. Would I actually enjoy it though?
2: I think so. It depends on I think that what I would do is recommend you play it because it does some really fascinating things with the medium. Um fundamentally baseline it's a character action game and i would say playing it wasn't the 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 most uh, exciting part of it for me i found i'm not uh, as up on near automata as most people are like in terms of the gameplay um it's got a really interesting system to it but it just didn't quite work for me however narrative and characterization and what it's doing with the medium to kind of subvert what you expect and it's messing with gameplay styles. I think it's an incredibly fascinating game. Like, it's really... It's one of those things where you owe it to yourself to be educated on what it tried to do, um, regardless of whether it lands for you. For some people, it lands... Yeah, I should like at least incredible. try it. Like, so when you talk it's, about
0: narrative and the world is good, that's that Like that kind of stuff is yeah. always big the, for me. But the, tricky I mean, but like... thing,
2: the tricky thing with it is it's one of those games where it's an onion like the first layer of it is seems very normal like Uh and you're like you you'll probably play through the game and complete it and then be like i don't i don't get it the thing about that game is it is designed from found from the foundation to be replayed multiple times and not not in a sense that oh when you replay it the second time you get you know more powerful no there's it knows that you're restarting the game and it and it basically provides brand new... It's like Rush Oman basically. There's all kinds of different endings, right? You yeah, know, there's loads of endings. Like when you replay the game, you get different perspectives. There's ways to do like, um, you know, runs of the game that last like half an hour. Um, And oh, wow. the, I, the idea is to try and aim to get all of these different endings different paths because then it gives you the whole picture of everything that happens in the story and every time you replay the game it's a little bit quicker you'll get to the end point a little bit faster um the first playthrough is the longest but then everything else is the shortest but you are sometimes retreading old ground but like First time you do it you're like okay second time you do it you're like this is similar but things are different and then the third time it's like drastically different in each okay, point okay that's on interesting there, you're like it's really fascinating because it also it maintains awareness of what you know at the time that you're replaying it so it's kind of like keeping an eye on you to know that this is in this third playthrough so they have the context for these things so narratively they introduce another thing that recontextualizes what happens before it's like really fascinating and it switches between being a character action game and and then suddenly being like a shmup and <clears throat> the whole kind of like thematic and narrative part of it is you know i don't want to uh kind of like um spoil it but like it's got a lot to do with like sentience and that kind of stuff is a really fascinating world and at the very least it will give you an appreciation for yokotaro um and because he's like i i hate to use the word auteur but like he clearly had a vision for the game right and he clearly had a kind of understanding and he's always had this kind of like understanding of this world between near the original one and Dragon god which is like a spin-off um near is a spin-off of um <laughs> and it's like it's worth also another game that has an absolutely incredible soundtrack, like. One of the best, like it's, I finished that game and I was like, I don't really, I'm not super into this, but I think this might be one of the greatest video game soundtracks ever created.
0: Ooh, okay, you're selling me now. These are all the things I like.
2: It's phenomenal. Like the soundtrack alone is worth. You can listen to the soundtrack with no context for the game and just be like, "This is incredible musical composition." Like this is amazing. Okay. Maybe I'll um, listen
0: to some of that later and get a, get yeah, a vibe for it. It's
2: it's it's good. Um, I'm pretty and, sure I
0: have it on PlayStation Four. The PlayStation Four version. Maybe I'll just. You know what? Well, you know what I like about this because I was thinking about this is a good game to play on stream because one of the things I really like about streaming like older games, yeah, where people in your chat like have probably there's bound to be someone there that's already played through or whatever. Whatever is that like when you get stuck? There's always someone in the chat that can like give you a tip or whatever or you know yeah. like, like, like I, I really enjoy playing um old, sometimes even if it's like a newer game like the people in your chat are like already finished it like super yeah. fast or whatever but when you're coming back to like a classic game it's like one of the things i like about streaming games with it with an audience is that it's like having your own kind of live interactive helpline like people there's always someone in the chat that will like yeah you, you know go you know you've got to go left to get the thing or whatever i love that
2: I think I think that's a great way to play it, especially because there's a reverence for that game where most people who watch another person play um, near Automata, they like they have a unspoken rule where the goal is to preserve the experience for the streamer. And it's mm. the only kind of thing The only other time I've seen it is happen is with the Outer Wilds where everyone who watches Outer wild stream has like agreed to ensure that they don't spoil the experience for anyone. Oh, that yeah. And it's like, it's a beautiful thing. You got to uh, have strict
0: rules about no spoiling. When I, I, yeah,
2: I, I didn't even enforce it for for Outer wilds. People have just such a love of that narrative that they understand right. what it means. And I think it's the same for near automata where people are more likely to just nudge you in a direction as opposed to tell you what is happening and what to do because it's one of those things where it's like open to interpretation as well in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. So, i highly recommend yeah playing it um on stream if you can um i 100 percent recommend checking it out especially for someone who like writes narratives and 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 like it works with yeah like you'll have a it will be it will definitely like open a door in your mind to be like this is an interesting way to think about it and it might kind of like uh, impact your work in a lot of ways as well
0: okay good Um, yeah i think i think you i think you finally convinced me to give it a try
2: awesome Uh, another game that you can give a try if you want to is the portal collection which is launching today on Nintendo Switch. This comes from number three video game website in the world, gamespot.com, written by Eddie McCooch and Jessica Howard, announced as part of June 28th Nintendo Direct Mini, that's today, the Portal Companion Collection is coming to Nintendo Switch today. The announcement was one of the show's final big surprises to wrap things up. Portal and Portal 2 were announced for Switch back in February. Mm Mm-hmm. The Switch version will include local, online, and split-screen cooperative play. The Portal Companion Collection costs twenty dollars on Switch. Any interest in going back to Portal?
0: Maybe. I mean, so it's it basically it's just what it's, it's just one and two, right? That's the collection, yeah. the two yeah, games. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, look, if you've ne- if you've got a Nintendo Switch and you've never played a Portal game, this will be the best twenty dollars you've ever spent in your life. Oh right? yeah,
2: especially for two co-op
0: oh i mean just the whole thing i mean i mean portal portal alone i mean i i, I go i go back you know i still stand by this to, to me the orange box is probably the best thing that's ever been released oh yeah like think about what you got back then half-life you know um half-life two episode uh, one mm-hmm. uh team fortress two and the and portal just absolute bangers and, you know, the original Portal is still a classic. Portal 2, probably, I think, one of the best sequels ever made. Like, they somehow found a way to take it to the next level. Like you said, that co-op mode, um, just absolutely brilliant. Two, two of the greatest games of all time for 20 bucks. Yeah. No-brainer
2: yeah the the orange box was amazing i for some reason in my mind i got got it in my head that counter-strike was part of that but it wasn't um, no i just remember
0: half-life 2 episode one yeah. team fortress 2, Two and, and uh and, yeah, portal. and portal
2: yeah yeah tf2 was amazing as well like that was the f- oh god playing that on pc oh my Actually, god it's
0: many many happy memories of playing tf2 back in the day so
2: good the the console versions though were an absolute catastrophe i know <laughs> like, that,
0: that, well, i mean that was a, i mean valve obviously is a pc company yeah. but they really did let those playstation and xbox versions they oh, just yeah. sent them out to die they just did not it give was a shit about them. it was
2: so bad that it like made you question whether valve even knew what servers were because it was like right. so bad i was it like was oh, it, it was, was bad it was bad i remember but, like
1: I remember when I was a kid; that was my first and only version of the t- of TF2 that I ever played. And for years, I played it and I loved it. And then I found the PC version. I was like, "Wait, wait, wh- why isn't half the things of this in the Xbox version?" It was like a completely yeah, different they, game. It blew my they mind. They just
0: did not. They just did not care
2: to support yeah. those
0: console versions at all. It no. was a real shame.
2: And funnily enough, they are actively like they released an update for TF2 uh, a week ago or a week or so ago. So like they are actively still working on. It's TF2. still going.
0: They're, they're having some. Really recently they've been having some problems with. Um, tf2 recently with bots I know re- rebecca valentine yeah. was re- was writing about this recently How the team fortress 2 community is not happy with this proliferation of bots there's, there's 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 big um bot infestations on tf2 right now um i don't know valve makes so much money on steam that they don't really need to do anything else but i kind of wish they would move the ball forward like give us give us the next orange box give us team fortress yeah. 3 give us portal 3 come on let's, yeah, let's... do they
2: do they have like <clears> hmm <throat> i mean they've got what would be in a new orange box? Like they've got, they don't have a big single player, uh, kind of experience. Like it would be, uh, half-life Alex, right?
0: Well, Uh, I mean, you're not going to, you know, I I think half, I don't think half-life three. I mean, I would take half-life two episode two. Don't forget episode one on a cliffhanger. Yeah. And we never, and we never got any resolution to it. I would take the the next, you call it the purple box, whatever you want to call it. I would take half-life two episode two. Team Fortress 3, and Portal 3. What a yeah. what a package.
2: I guess they could chuck Dota in there. They're, that's their thing, right? I mean, at this um. point, these
0: games are now so... But you have to remember, at the time that they did Portal and Team Fortress 2, these were kind of like experimental games, right? Nobody knew for sure if Portal was going to hit, yeah. and then it did. Now, obviously, if, if there were a Portal 3, it would, like Port, much like Portal 2, it would just be its yeah. own standalone and game. Sure. Um, and just... But Mike, and just God, how, i want i want those things yeah
2: and just because i know everyone in chat is going to be freaking out gary did mean episode two i'm sure he knows relax everyone chill we got oh, what did i say two. you said episode one. Oh, oh epi- i'm saying episode one what was mean. what
0: shipped with the orange box i'm saying i yeah, want episode, episode two
2: episode two happened episode yeah two. it
1: was on the orange
0: box too as well. oh no that's yeah, right yeah. yeah okay yeah episode
2: yeah. three is the one you're probably
0: episode after. three or just again i mean half-life three obviously it's beyond a joke at this point right but yeah we want it Somebody somebody we, put we up a YouTube it. video recently of uh, kind of a Half-Life 3, like an amateur tech demo done in Unreal Engine 5. Yeah, My God, did it look good. It looks good, yeah. Oh, my God. And, the and there's,
2: do. there was that leak of all the concept art for Half-Life 3, remember, um, in that icy area. Um, like, I, th- I think I think can't remember what it was called Borealis or something like that. Uh, I can't remember. Years ago, but there was a lot of, like, leaks. There was a period where Half-Life 3 artwork was leaking leaking and it showed like alex and and gordon in a bunch of like snowy areas and we got we got alex the game we which got is, alex obviously very
0: restricted to people with um high-end vr headsets
2: yeah i mean hi, it works on um uh, quest oculus yeah. quest 2 well not the...
0: but not by itself you still you've got to plug yeah. it
2: into a pc yeah so yeah, well, um, you can
0: do the rift link thing but i would love yeah. to see it come to uh, psvr 2 I, I,
2: it has to surely it has to like yeah. i'm sure valve are uh like content with how it's performed but i imagine it's only a matter of time before they're like oh, it's t- it's continue. too good
0: a game to be re- to be restricted to such a narrow audience you know people yeah. with those headsets
2: for sure. All right, we're going to move on. We're going to speed through a few more uh, stories from Nintendo Direct. Mario Rabbids Box of Hope releasing uh, October 20th. This comes from number four video game website in the world. Best video game website in GameSpot. Jessica Howard writes, the newest entry in the Mario plus Rabbit series, Mario plus Rabbit Box of Hope is set to release October 20th. The release date first leaked with a store listing, but has been confirmed in the latest Nintendo Direct Mini. In addition to the release date, Ubisoft had also indicated that there will be a gold edition of the game. This edition will come with a season pass, giving players access to future characters, quests, and battles, as well as the Galactic Prestige Pack, which is a cosmetic kit containing weapons and character
0: skins. Um, are you excited about another Mario Rabbids game? No, I've never been able to get in. I tried. I bought the first one. I couldn't get into it. I've never been able to get into these XCOM style. Hmm. Okay, you move two spaces over to this box and uh, behind this door and wait. I'll go over here and hide behind this thing. And like, there's something about it that's never quite clicked with me. I mean, it seems like they've been quite popular. Those games are just not my cup of tea. And honestly, I've never got past the idea of Mario and the rabbits. Like, Mario is the number one S-tier video game icon of all time. What the fuck is he doing slumming it with these (laughs) stupid fucking rabbits? It's like Kendrick Lamar doing a collab with me. Like, why would he come down to my fucking level? I would pay to see that. Why would, why would he do that? Have you why played... would he do that? Have you played that first one? Which one? The Rabbids the, the game. The
2: original Rabbids game. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like I said, I I, I bought it yeah. and I, I couldn't get okay. it. I tried it. I couldn't get yeah, into yeah. the to the into the start. I think but I it think just that... seems so weird. Like, why did Nintendo agree to that? I would have hung... I... if you when Ubisoft called and said, "Hey, rabbits," I would have just fucking hung up on them.
2: Yeah, I think the fun thing about it is they kind of lean into it a little bit as it goes on, where they're like. The the Mario part of the universe is clearly very uncomfortable with the rabbits part of the universe, and the fact that the rabbits are like shoving themselves into Mario's worlds is like a, a little gag that they, they do use. But I can understand why, because there's only so much of the rabbits. Like, it's like the rabbits are filed in the exact same category as the minions, where it's like it's not funny. Please stop. It's like annoying to me. Um, but the new game seems interesting for me. The interesting thing is like I wonder if it's missed this moment like i i feel like there was such a lot of goodwill around the original rabbits game and people were excited for more but then it's been so long that I, I was excited for it i remember being excited for it when they first announced it and then when i saw it on the, the direct i felt nothing and i was like huh i kind of like not excited as i as i thought it, i would be does that it, could it could it mean like
0: I mean clearly the games ha- have an audience right that otherwise they wouldn't be doing a sequel. The previous games have done well enough that they're going to continue uh doing them and you know fair play you know not not everyone has to be uh for me or for you there's there are people that enjoy mm. these games, and it's you know it's it, it's a different type of game, it's something a bit different it's nice it, it in in a positive way, it's good to see you know Mario. you know I always like when Mario shows up in different kinds of games, you know yeah. and I think that's fun i just I just don't understand. The rabbits connection, like Mario and Sonic teaming up, I kind of get because Sonic yeah. is at least in the same kind of stratospheric. He's not Mario; he'll never be Mario, but at least he's in the same yeah. kind of area, the same uh, roughly the same level. But like, can you imagine if Mario like did a team up with like Crash Bandicoot? You'd be like, my man, Mario fell off. What the fuck? Is yeah, he what's going on? Hanging out yeah. with Crash Bandicoot, and that's how yeah. I feel about the rabbits.
2: Why is Mario hanging out around
0: with Gex? Yeah, like, what the fuck? Um, fucking, like Mario and Bubsy team up Like what the <laughs> fuck is that Mario got uh, desperate he must have bills to pay I kind of want that honestly Mario going through a messy divorce You know Yep That's, uh, he's got a slum it every to pay now, the now and, the and bills, then yeah. yeah, He's got to pay Mario the bills Mario basically like, turns listen. into the video game Nick yeah. Cage like, I'll just fucking yeah, exactly. do anything as long as the check clears <laughs>
2: exactly he's like yeah as they pay me i'll appear i've got a kingdom to try and save but i've also got many um unclaimed kids to look after yeah um so yeah marion rabbits releasing october 20th another game coming to the switch announced is mega man battle network legacy collection um written by don darren bontheus Gamespot number five video game website in the world capcom has announced mega man battle network legacy collection a compilation of 10 classic games that will be released in 2023 on Switch, PC, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X, and S, and Xbox One. Originally available on the Game Boy Advance console, the first game in the series were released in back in 20, 2001. The full list of games includes Mega Man Battle Network, Battle Network 2, Battle Network 3 White, Battle Network 3 Blue, Battle Network 4 Red Sun, Battle Network 4 Blue Moon, Battle Network 5 Team pro man Battle Network 5 Team Colonel. Battle Network Six, Cyber Beast Gregor, and Battle Network Six, Cyber Beast so a lot of those games are coming out, um, similar to other retro compilations such as Capcom Fine Collection and Capcom Arcade Stadium. Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection will have a gallery that consists of over a thousand illustrations and more than 150 songs from across the series to explore. The full collection will also be made available as separate digital volumes: Mega Man Battle Legacy Network, uh, Battle Network Legacy Volume One and volume 2 as well as ps4 and physical switch editions if you're not familiar with this series um battle network is set in a near future world where the internet has evolved into a network society people carry uh, pets with them and their mobile devices equipped with sentient programs called net navvies, which they use to explore a network that has fallen prey to a new form of cybercrime Um, as Lan Hikari and his NetNav MegaMan.exe players will have to solve cases and crimes in this digital landscape. Um, It's got high resolution, a filter to remove the jaggy Game Boy Advance edges from the game and it will be a smoother visual experience. These games are beloved um the battle network megaman games um there's a hell of a lot of them you can tell at some point they started adopting the pokemon deal release style thing um uh but yeah uh again another game series that i think a lot of people are going to dig because the battle network games are generally quite good um you
0: got any familiarity with them or you interested? No, i had a, I had a weird, really weird reaction to this uh today because i again I, I didn't see the the directs in real time because i uh you know slept in but and I woke up and started scrolling through the tweets. Oh yeah, Portal, that's cool. You yeah, know, Persona, awesome. Near, you know, all these games are coming to the Switch. And then the the very first thing I saw was a tweet from Patrick Klepek saying, "Oh, Mega Man Collection, whatever. Mm-hmm. This is great. I finally get to check out these games." I'm like, "How the fuck is Klepek never played a Mega Man game?" But then I realized it's not like the core Mega Man. It's just the yeah. Battle Network, which I had never heard of. I I didn't even know. I've never heard of the. I I'm very familiar with with Mega Man, obviously. Mm-hmm. Never heard of Mega Man Battle Network.
2: Yeah, they they are they were contained into on basically like portable platforms for a while. They have a little more of an anime vibe to them, um, but they are generally quite good. They are like they have this like isometric angle as well, which kind of it, they look very non-traditional from a Mega Man perspective. Okay, um, they don't certainly don't play uh exactly like you expect a Mega Man game to play, like side scrolling. They are uh they're a little more like tile based almost. Um and they're like strategy based as well. Way more involved experiences, but they're fun. They're worth checking out at least one. Um they have a good vibe to them, a kind of like youthful energy and exuberance to them that that is like important for Mega Man. Um and like yeah the Battle Network collection I'm sure is gonna go down a treat for a lot of people. Mm-hmm um another thing that's going to go down a tree is return to monkey island which is headed to nintendo yes. switch first on consoles um the long-awaited this written by phil hornshaw at game um the long-awaited return of monkey island series return to monkey island is officially coming to nintendo switch in fact it's first the first place you're going to find the point and click adventure games on consoles according to nintendo direct Um, Return to Monkey Island sees creator Ron Gilbert back to write and direct um, the game which continues the story that began in the 1990s adventure games The Secret of Monkey Island and Monkey Island to LeChuck's Revenge. It was announced in April, um, no release date for it yet. Um, the trailer that they released includes Guybrush Threepwood, giving an account of the exploits in the story so far. Not much known about it other than the, who's working on it. Um, Gilbert is joined uh, in, in designing the game by Dave Grossman, who led the design on The Secret of Monkey Island, and, is, um, and the art director is Rex Krell uh, of Knights and Bikes and Tearaway fame. And the trailers have already revealed a Papercraft-esque art style to the game um yeah uh, and there's also a website for it as well now it's exciting um monkey island return to monkey island continues to be a thing um which i'm surprised to see yeah su-
0: in uh, you know it's super exciting to see especially for us old school gamers who you know remember the the originals and they really they, it really does seem like they're bringing this back in the right way like the original core creative team like you said ron gilbert dave grossman um uh the original voice of guy brush is 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 there like you Mm know i i I turned on that but by the way go to the website i don't know if you've done this yet sam but go to the website because the website actually functions like a little miniature monkey island point and click adventure it's where you get to do the dialogue choices and move the point and click around the screen and stuff it's really really well done and it plays the music as soon like i I watched the trailer as soon as i heard the music again talk about music and the importance of it in video games Mm -hmm. as soon as i heard that monkey island theme I was like transported back (laughs) to the nineties. And the only thing that I thought I I found slightly interesting about it was they talk about how this game continues on the story from monkey Island one and two, there was Hmm. a monkey Island three, but is that considered like the black sheep of the family or something? Are they not acknowledging that?
2: Yeah, I guess that. And is that the telltale one? No, tell us. No, a, there wasn't. was a the Telltale no, series did, as well. Yeah, yeah. I guess but, those
0: two aren't counted in the canon. Yeah, I don't know if for some reason they're kind of like like uh, yeah, forget that one ever existed or something. But mm. yeah, obviously one and two, you know, uh, La Revenge, those were considered the the classics. And yeah, um, yeah I'm I, yeah I'm just really really glad Monkey Island's is coming back. Like, what's not to like? What is not to like? Um,
2: we're we got a few more stories to read, but before we do that, we're gonna give you a hit of ads remember you can go to patreon.com forward slash kind of funny games where you can get the show ad free if you haven't done that you're about to get some ads in your face
1: this podcast is brought to you by something Tim literally uses every day. AG1. Tim's birthday is June 30th, and he decided to give himself the gift of taking care of his body with AG1. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all the things! Tim mixes AG1 with his water, loves the t- and says he's feeling better than ever. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews and Athletic Greens is a climate neutral certified company. Right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com kind of Funny. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash kindoffunny to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition insurance. we got
2: two stories left. The first one comes from Tom Ivan at VGC, who writes the crew for Sony's Horizon 2074 TV show includes The Boys and The Expanse Talent. First details about the crew working on Sony's upcoming Horizon TV adaptation has been revealed as spotted by Jeff Grubb, uh, you may know him from GiantBomb.com uh, A list of crew members attached to the project was posted on the Directors Guild of Canada, Ontario's website. The list contains 27 names, including the first assistant director, Jack Boehm, of The Boys, Resident Evil, uh, Welcome to Raccoon City, and art director, Michelle Brady, The Expanse, and Saw 2. Sony announced in May that it was working on a TV adaptation of Horizon, which will stream on Netflix. Grabs subsequently claimed that the show was called Horizon 2074, and it will take place across two timelines. The PlayStation games 2017's uh, Horizon Zero Dawn and 2021's Horizon Forbidden West are set some 1,000 years after the fall of mankind. The show as pitched right now is called Horizon 2074, and it will split its time between the timeline you see in the games and the timeline of when things begin to fail, fall, Grub claimed in a recent Giant Bomb video show. That is The Morning Mess, um, <clears throat> a daily new show much like this one. Uh, the idea is that it's, this is not a reboot or a remake or some sort of reimagining of the game's storyline. It will take place parallel and sort of explain other elements that happened in the game. I feel like that's the right approach for a Horizon TV series. How do you feel about it?
0: Yeah, well, see, I'm open-minded about it. Um, I think there's there's plenty of good material there to to make an interesting story. Um, I, You know, obviously the way that the game does it is, you know, it's all set in the far future and what happened back in the past is, like, that's really kind of the revelatory stuff when you get to the to the To the bottom, yeah. I thought it was interesting. Like, you're running around this world. It's like, wait. So this is like, a, there's all this technology, but it also, also feels kind of prehistoric. Like what happened to this world? And then you know, towards as you get towards the end, you do start to understand like how the world ended up the way that it did. And I thought, you know, it's interesting. Like, it wasn't my favorite story of the last you know 10 years or whatever, but I thought mm. it was pretty good. Leah, I, I watched, my, mostly watched my wife Leah play through it, and she she enjoyed it a lot. Mm. Um, and I think yeah, this 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 is an interesting approach as well. Because the thing is, right, at this point, like. The cat's out of the bag, right? In terms of that reveal, like in terms of what happened to the world, that's already been that that's already been revealed to millions of gamers. And so to try and kind of pull that trick off again, like any anyone who's any familiarity with the games is like, yeah, we we know all this. So why mm. not just get out in front of that and do it in a way that, you know, allows them to explore kind of the the downfall timeline, the time frame of the downfall, um, how they how they kind of swap back and forth between the two. Uh, yeah. Will be interesting to see, but yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not going. I've never been one of these people that's like, as soon as they announce like that they're going to do a TV show or a movie based on this or that. Oh, it's doomed to fail. That'll never work. Like, wait and yeah. see. You never know.
2: Yeah, I'm the same. I'm willing to give it a shot. I feel like Horizon is a franchise where, I, I I have definitely seen things that I'm like, I'm not sure about that one. Um, but Horizon feels like a a universe that could adapt well, and I think that's what I want most from it. I'm not as fanatical about my love for horizon as a lot of other people are um i think they're absolutely fine um and and like as a narrative experience i think like they never those stories never stick with me and those characters never stick with me the what i want most out of it is to learn a little more about the world and what's Mm -hmm. going on and some of the other stories that aren't aloy um and this feels like it's primed to do that in an interesting way i love the idea of them Kind of stepping away from Aloy and and the main exploits to tell a little more about the the kind of like rise and fall of the civilization, um and and where we where we get it to where we see it in the games. I think it could really help kind of, um not pad out but like really supplement the universe and and give it a little more depth and a little more texture that I feel is kind of has been missing from it. My problem with the <clears throat> with the uh, Horizon games has always been it's very weird to say but like. It it's such a nice world, but it's it feels constructed. If you know what I mean, like it feels like a artifice in a very very in a way that doesn't. it Does other open worlds don't feel that way to me? There's something about it that I'm always yeah, like, kind of. I mean, I guess the yeah. way I
0: would I don't know if I'm making the same point as you, but the kind of way I would put it is, it's almost like they kind of they did it backwards. Like they knew what they wanted the world to look like. And so they created a plot that would allow them to get there. Do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, i agree 100 like they wanted like to have stuff, these giant yeah.
0: robot dinosaurs wandering around it's like well what story would allow robot dinosaurs to be a thing you know yeah
2: and and that's it that's why i think this is good because that the kind of conceits that are la- that they present to you to get you to that point is are very thin like i don't i don't buy a lot of it it feels like very hand wavy whereas this feels like an opportunity for them to really like color and color it in and like put some more text in between those lines that we've been reading between and and mm-hmm. really give us the opportunity to dig so it's exciting. I hope I hope it works out, and it definitely seems like they've got some good talent on it. Yeah. Um, speaking about talent being on things, not a lot of talent being on Halo right now because Halo Infinite's melee bugs aren't fixed. That is because the devs are working on other things right now. Um, this comes from Owen good over at Polygon. Um, who writes, Halo Infinite, which launched in November, is still suffering from online desynchronization issues that frequently mean melee strikes don't register. A 343 Industries developer on Monday said that the problem has lingered because developers who would ordinarily address it and fix it are instead assigned to other parts of the game. 343 designer Brian Berryhill commented in a Reddit thread about the melee desync issues and while he acknowledged there's a lot of factors, Try to explain why these are still a problem the tldr of it is the devs that would work on these fixes have been allocated to other infinite work hero that work barry hill said had a knock-on effect to other networking fixes but not to the melee and around the wall shots barry hill added that the developers should be returning to his team soon um obviously <laughs> reddit thread started thanks uh Thanked Barry Hill for the reply, but acknowledged that they were pretty disheartened to hear this as it isn't at the top of the team's priority of fixes. The community has been extremely outspoken on this issue, and I think it's one of the top reasons people are leaving the game due to frustration caused, they added. This is wild, right? Like, it's, it's such a fundamental part of the loop um In Halo, like the, half you know, of my kills in Infinite were melee kills. Yeah, I, I mean, like it's gun, grenades, and melee. That's the that's the trifecta of Halo gameplay. And if you're one part of that trifecta is broken, and you are actively aware of it being broken, and it's not at the top of your like, priorities, in, it's in wild. Doubt,
0: just getting close and mash that right bumper or whatever it was that I had mapped to melee, and like you get a lot of kills melee wise it's
2: it's like being hey like we've got we know we just sold you a bike and we know the gears don't work on it
0: but uh, we it's not a priority for us right now it's like what are you talking about it's fundamental to riding the bike first of all it sounds like they just need to hire some more people maybe they're trying to i don't know but if they if they just don't have enough people to go around they need to make sure it's not like oh well yeah we're gonna let this it kind of feels like you know three four three right now kind of feels like overcooked just like oh, right. running around yeah, yeah. constantly. Oh shit! This is burning. Wait over here. No, you got to clean the plates. Like, everyone's just running around, like trying to make sure, like to prevent everything from fucking boiling over. Get mm-hmm. some, hire some more people. But uh, yeah, in a, just on on a wider note. Listen, we've talked about this on the X cast many times. It's I, I think it's kind of a grim. You know, Halo Infinite, if you remember, it wasn't that long ago, had a terrific launch, right? When they shadow dropped mm-hmm. it, it worked out of the gate. Everyone was, like, oh my God, an online game that actually works on day one. That's a fucking novelty all by itself. All right. And it was really fun. People, oh my God, old school Halo. It, it's back. It feels good. Um, I was addicted to it. I was playing it like 8, 10 hours a day. I fucking love playing ranked games. I was never a Halo player, big time anyway, before Infinite, and I was really, really into it. I was loving it. I was raging. I loved every minute of it, and then I started to as a kind of fall off. But they they had such a great start, and it just seems like they've squandered all that goodwill because now... They're really struggling. Weirdly, in a way yeah. that a lot of shooters like you know, Battlefield 2042, as you know, has been a train wreck. It seems like maybe they're starting to write that ship. Warzone has got major, major problems right now. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, 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 any shooter you can you can complain about uh, to some extent or another. But yeah, Halo, after such a great start, I don't know how they managed to to to, to fumble the it's, ball, but it feels like they did.
2: It's a real shame because it felt like this is do or die for Halo, and it and it kind of didn't it started so strong and i was like they need to keep this momentum going and the momentum fell off almost immediately like it was so sad to see and like from what we're hearing the co-op is is going to be amazing um it will make it really like fun and i'm sure that will give it a bit of a shot in the arm but i don't know man it feels like their priorities are all over the place the lack of communication around what people can look forward to the content updates are not being amazing and the various controversies around the game like some really boneheaded pr moves as well like it feels like halo is just stumbling its way through existence right now which is they, yeah
0: they need to have um i mean we had joseph statton on the x cast just recently and he was you know I, I like joe he's a cool guy but like he was almost just like apologetic all the way through because of, yeah we know we've got a lot we've got to earn earn the trust back of players and we know we've got a lot to do, but like, you know, it, he was saying all the right things and he, he, they're acknowledging it. They're yeah. not like problems, what problems? Like they know they've got problems and, you know, I'm sure they are like really trying to apply themselves to address them all. because, you know, this is, this is not like uh fucking outriders or, you know, Avengers, yeah. like some game that, you know, is, is just on its way to the trash heap and, you know, we'll just move on to the next thing. It's, you know, it, it's, it's fucking halo right this is their flagship they cannot afford to fuck this up they they've they've, they've got to get it fixed um and so they're obviously highly motivated to do so but we're not seeing a lot like season two people were kind of underwhelmed by it i'm wondering if they are going to get to you know where they're going to need like some kind of soft reboot or something i don't know
2: yeah i feel like once once the campaign co-op comes out like um i think they need to do a a big kind of like a uh, sprucing up, dust it, and and like do a big like drop on it. It's like it's flirting. It's coming dangerously close to Marvel's Avengers territory, which is not a place that you want to be with a life this game, and you definitely don't want to be there if you're Halo. Um, I think it's going to be a while until we get Halo into a much better place, Gary. But if I wanted to know what's in a good place right now, as in what's coming out today, where would I go?
0: The official list of upcoming software on each and every platform as listed by the kind of funny games daily show hosts each and every weekday
2: ba-dum, 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 i can't hear the music yeah I don't, that I, don't that. Have, I don't have, have yeah i don't sing it you don't sing it i, I don't sing it no i wasn't prepped on this i wasn't prepped on this. i don't i don't i don't want to i don't want to be this person but i've never sung it I've, wow. I've always I've always so if, if anyone's dropping the ball, sadly, it is you.
1: Roger. Oh, OK, OK, OK. I'm sorry. Uh, I did. I'm sorry I didn't uh, get ready for your prima donna <laughs> uh, routine over here. I apologize. I, I apologize. also would <laughs> like you to know,
2: uh, Roger, that I, I requested M&M's oh. and okay.
1: a bottle of water. Okay, I did not well... get
2: my m ms or my bottle of water. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know what, what <laughs> is the point of a rider if no one's
1: going <laughs> to honor it. God, I'm, I'm taking l's wow. all day today all day today.
2: honestly i couldn't even sing that song if you asked me to it. i don't i don't even remember. it's like
0: i got one for you and i'll open this up to roger as well real quick let's sure. say that everyone on the let's say that kind of funny blew up like real real big like became mega famous yeah right? and on, on all of them became like fucking bts of video games yeah which one of them do you think would be the biggest diva?
1: Hmm. Oh, I feel The, like the,
0: the one who is going to, like, throw coffee in the PA's face because
1: there's not think, the right temperature I or whatever. Think, I
2: think it's going to be the one you least expect. <laughs> really? And It's going to be Tim. I think what? it's going to yeah. be no! Tim.
1: No! Maybe, maybe, it maybe. You know why?
2: <laughs> you know why? I think it's going to be an arc. I think when when you hit it big, it's going to be a moment where Tim realizes... We finally did it. And he's going like, <laughs> like, to be like, I have work. He's going to be like, I have work so, so fucking hard. hard. I have work. And it's going to like open. It's just going to like turn him into like. A, just a maniac where he's going to be like, I did this. I put this thing together. Yeah. I want my M&Ms. And then he's going to have a moment <laughs> where he's like verbally, like just screaming at some poor PA. Yeah. And then there's going to be a silence.
0: <laughs> no. And then like the
2: camera's going to pan up and like everyone's going to be looking at him and he's going to be shaking. And then it's going to just be like, what have I become? He's like, what have I become?
1: <laughs> yeah, what have I down? become?
2: And he's like, and then like this PA is going to be like, like trembling and he's going to be like,
0: I, I get the general run away. Point about the one you least expect that, that tracks for me. But Tim, I just, I, I can't, I, I can't allow myself to think that of him.
2: I think it's going to be part of an arc I, where he becomes an even better, even better person.
1: I see that, but I also think that uh, Kevin would be—he wouldn't be mean to people, but he would ask a lot of people, a lot of things from in the rider. He would be like, "I want—I do want the green M and M's. I do want ten yeah. different bottles of water, like for sure, absolutely."
2: <laughs> I feel like that would be like just te- Kevin would just test things. See yeah, see how far with. he could go. He absolutely. Yeah, go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And he'll be like, I want the peanut M&Ms, but I want I the peanut, like, I feel, I want I the peanut f- to be removed like, from it. I feel tank. like
0: Kevin would be the one, yeah, when you're the PA who gets handed his rider, you're looking at it going, how the fuck am I supposed to get this, yeah. you know? Yeah. He it's wants a like, what? A uh, fucking lemur? Yeah. <laughs>
2: like, <what>? <laughs> 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 he wants hard-boiled eggs without <laughs> the yolk? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, out today, we have DNF Duel for PC, PS4, and PS5. Disguise 6 Complete for PC, PS4, PS5. Phobia, the scent... The Saint Dinfa Hotel. PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox Series X, and Xbox One. Um, MX vs. ATV Legends on PlayStation, PC, and Xbox. Overwatch 2 Beta on PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Portal Collection on Switch, of course. New dates, of course, as we mentioned. Persona 5 Royal, October 21st. Neo Automata, October 6th. Harvest Stella, another game from the Direct, which is like a, um, a um, Harvest Moon... Stardew Valley's type game. Worth checking out if you're into those um, games. November 4th and then Blank coming um, February 23rd. Um, we are going to skip uh, the arena mail mainly because there is none. Um, is that
0: Overwatch, that Overwatch 2 beta? <laughs> is that open? Uh,
2: no, you had to sign up for it. Um, but uh, I, I, I think the sign-ups might still be open. I'm not 100% sure, honestly. Because um, I'd be uh, interested
0: I, in checking. The, I used to like Overwatch back in the day.
2: It's really fun. Like I, I th- I'm, I'm not sure because I was part of the alpha, so I just rolled into the new stuff. So I think you, you sign up or you have to like pre-order or something like that. You okay. can buy your way into it if you want to. Um, but yeah, you can, you can do that if you want. Um, okay. It's worth checking out. It's really fun. Um, I checked on the You're Wrong, and surprisingly, there's nothing in there. Great. I love wow. to see it.
0: They finally realized. They finally realized that. Finally I don't get realized wrong. that yeah, yeah. One, we don't.
2: Up. Yeah, we don't get things wrong. And two, when we get things wrong, we don't want to hear about it.
0: Yeah, okay? exactly. That's right. how
2: it goes. And three, it's um, Roger's fault when you get <laughs> when you get yeah. things wrong. Yeah, <laughs> Roger's fault for not getting the peanut M and M's. Uh so this yeah, was I oh house...
0: I keep thinking about that hard boiled egg thing cuz I was thinking like fuck the, the Kevin thing with the hard boiled eggs without the yolks cuz I'd be like the PA would be like fuck I got to take the yolks out of all the hard boiled eggs it's like no no you don't I... understand when I crack the hard boiled egg I don't want there to be a fucking yolk inside <laughs>
2: just figure it out.
0: <laughs> just figure it out. I feel, I feel like Kevin
2: would do it where he would go I want hard boiled eggs with no yolk and I want you to take the yolk out without touching it uh, that is the kind of level yeah. of kevin where yeah. i imagine he'd be like <laughs> it's a wants to see some... he wants it but he also wants to see some ingenuity in it so i feel like that's what he would do uh wednesday tomorrow's host are blessing and in this document it says question mark question mark question mark which leads me to believe blessing will be hosting with the riddler wow. Edward is going to be here tomorrow everyone you truly really right. love to see it um and then thursday it's greg and mike Bithel of biffle games oh wow um, okay and and then friday is blessing and the riddler again
1: oh my god um,
2: strikes again gary gary uh yes. what's going on with fortress like do you want to give two out today out today baby i'm excited to sit down and read it kill um, off a major character <clears throat> it's a batman
0: shocks and shocks <laughs> and surprises oh yeah, yeah so got it all
2: make sure you go and check out episode uh Issue 2 of Batman Fortress, written by our very own Gary. Uh, if you haven't read episode uh, episodes issue 1, make sure issue you check one. that as well. It's fantastic. Um, I'm excited to see more of it. <laughs> if you're watching this live on Twitch, we are going to transition smoothly into a the outriders dlc stream uh, featuring greg and others if you want to catch that stream later you can subscribe to youtube.com forward slash kind of funny plays remember this has been kind of funny games daily where each and every weekday live right here on twitch.tv forward slash kind of funny games we run you through all the nerdy news you need to know about to make your miserable little life a little more exciting um we've got a patreon post show for those that are subbed at the silver level of patreon.com for such kind of funny games so stick around for that i know your life isn't miserable gaming just makes everything better otherwise until next time laugh and grow fat